Welcome to Map It Marketing for small business owners who want to become more confident and capable in their marketing. I'm Rachel Claver, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I've learned that there are so many different things that we are supposed to do all the time. And trying to work it all out is quite frankly often very confusing. In this podcast, we're going to explore what those things are and whether you need to pay attention to them. Ready? Let's get started. and welcome to episode 27 of Mappet Marketing and we have got a doozy for you because this is the episode where I have to apologize to everyone that I've ever said a bad thing about LinkedIn company pages. Today we've got Michelle J. Raymond who is the chief LinkedIn social strategist for Good Trading Company and a founding member of the LinkedIn Small Business Advisory Council telling us exactly why she loves LinkedIn company pages so much and I have to say I learned quite a lot. In fact, I have changed my feelings about LinkedIn company pages completely after talking with her. If you find that you want to talk about the information in here and want to share after the episode, come along to Map It Marketing on Facebook and ask questions in there, but also be sure to look up Michelle on LinkedIn. And at the end of this episode, we'll just do a little bit of a check around things that you can do to help your business. Let's get learning. Welcome to the Mapit Marketing Podcast. Now, um, we're going to have a bit of trouble in this episode because um, our guest today, Michelle, who is a absolute ambassador for LinkedIn company pages. Well, she and I have already started talking and it was really tricky to turn go on this podcast because I was having so much fun. I was tempted just to let the podcast go and have a bit of a party. So you're going to have a lot of fun with her today. Now, Michelle, I would love you to introduce yourself to everybody. But before I do that, thank you so much, everyone. Did I say thank you to everyone? I can't remember. I've gone all crazy because I'm so excited. Um, But thank you so much for, for listening in every week. I so appreciate you. Thank you for the messages and the comments that you make and the emails that I get saying how much you're enjoying it and what you're learning. I get so excited. It's awesome. Right. Michelle, please introduce yourself. Tell us what you do and why you love LinkedIn company pages and why you chose it. And then we'll jump into solving the problems. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Like, and I'm Michelle J. Raymond. So I'm Michelle J. Raymond because there's thousands of Michelle Raymonds on LinkedIn who I've met a few of them and they're awesome. But just so you don't confuse me, I've got the J if you come looking like for me. Fox, exactly. Like- oh my God, I haven't thought of that. So I used to say it's everybody loves Raymonds, but now I have to throw the J in just to, you know, not confuse people. So based here in Sydney, um, I am the company pages go-to expert, probably globally. I'm going to call it. I'm going to put it out oh, there right. because I am the only one that's crazy enough to actually say, get out there and get amongst company pages. And people like are like, Michelle, you're a little crazy. And I, I probably am a little crazy and that's okay. Um, that's probably why I'm here today with you. So we can, you know, share our share our crazy with I everyone actually, else. In relation to that, I always say find the niche that no one else wants. Absolutely. Because yeah. there's going to be a couple of people at least that want to hear about that. Absolutely. And so, you know, like I said, here's what happens. 18 months ago, I go to set up my business and I've loved LinkedIn for about eight years, been using it in my previous sales jobs, crushing it globally. So I come from the beauty industry of all places and it's a really, you know, the chemical industry in general is like really old school, you know? And so I started using what I didn't even know was called social selling about eight years ago. And then fast forward, I quit a previous job, decided to set up my own business, couldn't work out what it would be. And then one day I did what I always do, help people with LinkedIn, helped a friend. And I said, if you do this and this and this, it'll really help you. And she said, 
Michelle, like, how do you know all of this stuff? And I'm like, well, doesn't everybody just like LinkedIn geek out and go and research it all and learn it all and understand? And she's like, "Uh, (laughs) no. (laughs) And so I said, but just try this and this. And she's like, I wish I could learn from you. And I was like, oh, light bulb. That's what my business could be. I could really help people with what I've learned, you know, and I realized just how much I'd learned over that period of time. So I went away and I wrote this training program and I came back and I was like, ta-da, here it is. I can show you how to do what I do. And then the look on their faces was like, Michelle, we can't do it. Like, why can't you just do it for us? Because we're flat out. We don't have the resources, will not have the resources and have zero inclination. And you're really good at it. Can't you just do it? And I was like, I laughed. I was like, is that a job? Like, shh, don't tell anyone, right? That's our secret on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to um, hear it. No one will hear that. No, no it one. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, and, yeah, and, and that was the craziness of it, you know, and then I realized that these small business owners who weren't necessarily small, they probably got, you know, an average around 50 employees. So not, you know, like hmm. solopreneurs or anything along those lines. But they knew they should be doing something, but just, you know, when you're running a business like that, you've got so many hats on and it was just one more that they couldn't deal with. And so I had a look into LinkedIn, did a bit of a scan around the globe. No one else is talking about company pages, but yet all of these people kept asking me and company pages are awesome because you can buy LinkedIn's guidelines, outsource to a third party and have someone else run it for you. No, I didn't know so, that. That's yes. the first thing I've learned. And also I love how you're trying to slide in here that LinkedIn company pages are awesome because, you know, like I've brought you on to kind of make me believe it. But even when you say that, there's a little bit of me that goes, no, no, really. Look, sure? <laughs> look you are not the first person. You will not be the last person. I've got to tell you, I've been on a mission over the last, you know, we're up to about nine months hardcore having these kind of conversations. And what actually happens is I think the world's changed, you know, well, the world has changed in the last 18 months and the place for company pages has also changed. And so if you were talking to me three or four years ago, we'd be having a different conversation. Uh, For the record, just for your audience, I do not say throw away everything else. This is not in place of. Um, It can often be a place for companies to start their social media journey on LinkedIn specifically. Um, And it can also complement what you're doing with your personal profiles and personal branding. So I, you know, historically, the content on company pages was crap. And yeah, I, then, I think that's the problem, right? Yeah. I think it's kind of the problem is, is it's kind of like the way that Facebook Facebook used to be before content creators went, hey, actually, you need to talk to people and interact with them and things like that. And it was just like a place that you'd plunk your sales pitches. And that is what company pages historically have been. They've been, here's our Christmas party. Absolutely. Or not even. (laughs) Or not even. They've been, here's what we sell. Here's what we sell. And if you go back further, company pages actually serve three masters. So you've got the HR team that want to attract good employees. And they kind of owned it originally. So if we go back to what LinkedIn was back in the beginning. It's always been about HR and recruitment back, you know, over the last 20 Mm. years or so. So HR runs the page, they're attracting employees, putting ads out there to get new positions hired. 
And, you know, that's the master of company pages. So that's what it served, you know. And so then all of a sudden, you know, along come the marketing team and they're like, no, we're going to use this. Look, it's free. You know, yeah. we can we can it's just great, talk about me. us, 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 us. <laughs> yeah. And um, it reads like ads and nobody likes yeah. ads. You know, no, that's no, why no. they invented Netflix, right? So yeah. because none of us like ads. And then you fast forward and then social selling becomes a thing. The sales team want their piece. So you've actually got three masters, you know, for this one tool within LinkedIn. So the fact that it's able to be flexible enough to kind of serve those three masters um, is, I think, amazing. And LinkedIn sees it as another place where your company can gather now that we're all, you know, in places working from home. That's a good point. So, you know, so they they see it as, you know, and the direction that they're going in is companies will be involved in more and more conversations and building communities. And that's a huge shift from where they've been. So I'm pretty excited. So hopefully by the end of this conversation, I, I just want you to get to the, okay, I'm, I'm going to walk away, all right? I want to I wanna have a plan that's separate from my my profile and so I want to talk to you about that but can we just pick up you mentioned the word social social selling and I use it as well but I know a lot of people on this podcast don't really understand what that means and I think that's the biggest block here is often people don't understand they hear the word selling and they don't understand the social component so what do you say to people when you're trying to explain that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Sales has such a dirty word when you talk to other LinkedIn trainers. Like quite often it's like, don't sell, don't sell. And I I come from a sales background. So I'm like, no, use this, uh, use this tool as a sales tool to attract more opportunities. Now, I think the main difference is what we're doing here is creating content that's going to attract your ideal audience. So it's very specific. Um, it's about being top of mind and it's about being really helpful, you know. And so when you look at it from that perspective, how how does your company solve the challenges of your ideal clients out there? That to me is about what social selling is. So establishing your business or yourself, you know, it works on both ways, um, you know, just making sure that you're the go-to person so that when they have that need arise, and we never know when it is, right? Mm. It could be now, could be in six months' time, could be in two years' time. We never really know, but we want them to always just think of us. And, you know. That's a great way of explaining it. And I think to add on to that, and this is something that I, I'm very poor because I love the giving aspect and the idea of it. I historically have been very poor at remembering to get that sales component in there. Yes. And one of the things I've challenged myself with this year, and it's had a dramatic change, is to always have a call to action of some sort on my posts, mm. on my personal and on the business, on the company page. And I think this is the other thing that people get split up with. They hear call to action and they go, oh, call to action means buy now or get in touch today. But call to action can be, what do you think about this? Absolutely. Well, your experiences. Absolutely. And with company pages, quite often what happens is people miss that step. And so they talk at the audience and they don't invite participation of any kind. You know, so I the simple tip that I give people is end a post with a question, you know, ask people okay. to come in with you. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm with you. I, I get guilty of, you know, wanting to help all the time and forgetting to actually say, <laughs> hey, buy this from me. Um, like, oh, Daisy. Yeah. Oh, like, why did they use that person? Oh, they asked them. Yeah. And that's why. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. And I think the only way that you can often get around that is to have some kind of formal content plan, which I hate planning. You know, it's not my favorite thing in the world to do. I, I want to wake up and share with you what I feel today 
today. But by doing that, what happens is I keep doing the things I love and the things I enjoy, and they're not necessarily always the things that are going to lead to new business. So even I have the same challenges. Everybody does. Um, So sometimes having a content schedule or a plan is a great way to do that. And I think company pages work really well with with content plans, don't they? Because you can do like your frequently asked questions kind of column and get those done and they can pop a post and our work and then about our team and they can be ones that you've got on there. Yeah. Can I give you a really easy strategy to remember yes. for company pages? And this yes. comes from LinkedIn. I can't take the credit, but I can take the credit for sharing it. Right? Yeah, you so can that, totally take the credit um, for sharing it. <laughs> Also, so, if you re-alter it and change the headings, it becomes your strategy. Exactly, maybe exactly. Maybe that could be something you could do tomorrow and then you've got it like as the Michelle J. Raymond. They are going to be. Don't worry about that. It'll be the good times guide for company pages. Perfect. <laughs> So, and I did have my own, but then when I heard this one, I was like, damn, I wish I'd come up with that first. So, (laughs) you know, and it's just so good that that's why I keep using it at the moment. So let's talk about it. It's called the three, two, one strategy. So, and it covers off how many times you need to post and what kind of content you need to post. And let's talk over two week period. Okay. Okay. And this just rotates and the really easy way to remember how this content works We're talking three, two, one. So that's six posts in total over two weeks. Okay. okay? And we're going to rotate through these. So three times in the two weeks, we're actually going to talk about your company's knowledge of big picture. So what are the trends that are going on in the industry? What's impacting? What's going on globally? Where you see the future? It could also be, you know, I often say, take a look to the past. Where's your industry come from? Mm. So what are the things that are challenging people in your industry and how that relates back to what you do and what you offer? Because that sets you up as the go-to authority that we spoke about before. Now, if you do too much of that, it's a bit like, eh, no one wants to listen. So it gets a bit boring. Um, It's important, but too much of anything never really works on social media. So then we drop to the two posts per fortnight. And that's what we call a feel good fun post. So that's your employees, that's your behind the scenes. That's all the corporate social responsibility things that you guys are up to. You may be doing something out in the community. It's the causes you're passionate about. Exactly. Milestones, employee milestones, building your employees up is such an important part of the company page. So that fits in there. And then once per fortnight, don't forget to do the selling. Let us know about your products and services and how they relate and how you can help people. Because as we just spoke about before, mm-hmm. quite often we forget about it. So if you just do three big picture, two feel goods, and one about your products and services over a two-week period, that's the easiest way to get a company page that rolls. I love that. Now, do you have a company page as a, alongside your personal profile? I absolutely do. So I'm a solopreneur that just works with subcontractors, you know, to do pieces of work for me along the way. So I don't have other actual employees, but I have been setting this one up uh, since around December is when I started my own personal one. And there's a story behind that. I actually had one about 18 months ago and I decided that I would go and delete it because my business looked different, lost all my followers. Yep. 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 I did it. Um, And so I shared with people. Listen right there, right? Yeah. I share that with people to say, I'm human. I'm just like everybody else, but I've made the mistakes that I have learned from that I can share with you. And I I share authentically because I know that company pages are hard work, right? I know that they don't give you that immediate feel good, you know, dopamine hit from all the likes and comments that you get elsewhere. But what I've learned with the page, my page and others, you need a target audience niche of around 500 only 
right? So once you get 500, which will take you around six months. So let's set up some timeframes of expectations because quite often people- Feeling like I'm a total failure here, um, <laughs> because I haven't looked after my plan. My my, my my page has been there since Identify started, so six years ago, and I think we've got 200. So no. I'm really glad that you're saying this, but I'm like, well, I am a fail when it comes to my LinkedIn page. <laughs> You're not alone. I can okay. give you because why would you invest in something that doesn't give you, you know, hasn't historically given great rewards? Like the when dopamine, there's so many things. I follow uh, the dopamine. Like that's the look, thing. Like I, I, I heard you say then. I was like, that's why I'm struggling with this because yeah. I love that I can do a post that, like we did those posts that this girl is me, which you know, oh, how amazing, you know, and that's been seen by I think ten thousand people or something like that. The yeah. I can get from that. Yep. You know, and it's just like, I know the numbers aren't the, the same and they're not all my day client, but it just <laughs> makes me feel so good. Uh, look, I am with you, right? Like mine's uh, I, one of my best, well, probably I think the best performing post I've had this year besides like polls, you know, yes. and so it's up over nearly 25,000 views. Yeah, right? that's, that's huge. That's pretty now, good. I, I'm not getting anything like that on my company page. No, okay. like anytime okay. soon, right? Okay. It's it's not going to happen. But what <laughs> I know is the people that are following are really, really interested in company pages. And I've narrowed it down. So I recently just hit a thousand followers. So that's taking me since uh, like, you know, December ish um, is essentially. Now, this is what happens. You get 100 invite credits every single month. Um, And so if you're not using them and you can use the filters to be able to invite people within your market segment, whether it's like geography. So if you only deal with clients in New Zealand, then you can use the filters to target that. So the problem is when you've got lots of personal followers on your personal page, I got people from everywhere. I worked with them. I went to school with them. They're my, you know, cousins. They're, you know, they're never going to buy from me. Got a random person from Yugoslavia that just loves the fact that I talk about being a single mother. Is is (laughs) Bitcoin wrong? I'm just trying to work it out. Like, you know, Um, and so, you know, you've got all these people and, you know, most of them I've collected for different reasons. I can't, like I said, I come from a different industry and I have an enormous amount of people that follow me for my knowledge of the beauty and chemical industry. That's what I was known for. And so now I've got a whole new audience that I'm building around company pages. Now I know if you're over on my company page, you're following it because you actually have some level of interest on company pages. And I use my invite credits to make sure I'm trying to target the right people. So if I target get the right people they're going to be interested in my content and we don't have that misalignment which often happens when you know you're talking about your business and you've got all these people who, are, who have zero interest in your business but more interest in you personally but they'll never buy from you and so that's where the company page fits okay. in so the I'm other- going to ask you about the invite credits because this mm. is why I told you I would interrupt you I did warn you it's um, all good I, it's I have a block about this because mm. I am so social Sally Sally person yeah. and you've come from a sales background I've come from a marketing background so this yeah. is a conflict for me yep I love that you've used those but I don't know if I want to use them and I need you to tell me how I would do it without me feeling yucky Oh, look, by being targeted. Okay. So um, up until I'm guessing it was about four or five months ago, roughly when the filters came in. So the start of the year, you just selected a hundred out, they went and you had no control over who the hundred was. And that's called spam by anyone's books. Right. And I think Um, that's what I got turned off by is because people were doing it to me all the time. And I I felt like I really, I get really grumpy, you know? Fair call. It's the same as when people do it on an event in 
invites, right? And it's at 1 a.m. Yes. in the morning on a topic you've so got. So as long as you can't filter nothing. either, can you, by the way? Mm, no, yes, you can. Event fun. invites, you can. Event okay. invites, you can. So, you know, and this is where being targeted, no different okay. to what you do with your content. So if you send out 100 invites to just the first 100 that LinkedIn suggests <laughs> by, you know, whatever their reasoning is, um, what happens is on the first of the month, every company page, and there's 58 million of them, every company page gets 100 credits. Okay. Now, if every page administrator goes out and sends those 100 credits on that day, it's like a wave, you know, and I, I like to say, get it out there early. Now, if you want people to accept your invite, then you have to make sure that you're sending it to the right audience. And so using those filters has been a game changer on that. Um, before that, I would have said, oh, yeah, I'm with you. You can't personalize it. It goes it. to whoever. Um, and so the, there's a lot of features that have evolved in company pages. So I'm encouraging people to go back and have a look at how they are now. If you tried them four or five years ago, they have evolved so much that it's it's worth a second look and that's hey. why we're having this conversation when you invite them do mm-hmm. you add a note no you can't so there's just a hey mm-hmm. come follow the page which again means get targeted people yeah. you know if you want someone to accept um and so what happens with that is you know that's why it's critical you know just really be considerate about where you're sending them um and so that's what i you know put a lot of effort in and I work with my clients and I had one recently who went from, didn't know the filters were there, just sending some sometimes, didn't even really know that you could invite to all of a sudden now we're targeted. And I said, look, let's start with the people that you've done business with. Yeah, I was just thinking you know? that I could actually just ask my clients. So it's start really small, start, right? Start small, right? They already yeah. like you. They've already done business with you. They're probably fans of yours. They probably, on like some other you. They probably like you as opposed to don't like you here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they don't want to stab you in the back. <laughs> Fingers crossed, Fingers you know. Crossed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of that that goes yeah. on, you know, like duck and weave, duck and weave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so from that perspective, like start small, start mm-hmm. local, and then work your way out. And as I said, 500 to 1,000 followers is all that we need to really start to see cool. because the 500 takes you as I said, let's call it six months, like roughly if you're consistently, you know, having a bit of content out there and also doing the invites um, and cross promotions, right? So if you've got an awesome, you know, one of your calls to actions on your personal profiles uh, posts could be come and follow my company page because I'm more about marketing over here or tips or, That's you know, the, the other services that you offer. So that can be a call to action, come follow my page. Mm. Um, and so six months is roughly when you start to see momentum People know you, people get to like you, they trust you, all those things, those good things that we all aim for. And you'll start to see more people interact and you get an audience that knows what to expect from you. Um, and that's when it starts to pay off. So if you need an overnight okay. success story, don't come to company no, pages. Okay. <laughs> it's interesting actually, because I always say the same about Facebook groups that when you have right. 500, that's when the magic starts to happen. Like, cause I have people who go oh, 200, no one's talking, why they're not talking. And I think that if you've got 500 targeted people, you're actually creating a community. Yes, absolutely. And it's better than LinkedIn groups. 
Absolutely. We won't even talk about LinkedIn groups, but you know, like it's like, well, LinkedIn- we can talk about LinkedIn groups because I've, I actually am on the small business advisor council to LinkedIn pages team. So I get like a line directly to them and I get to try new features. And one of the new features that they're doing is for product pages. So that's for digital products. Yes. Um, they're building community groups around digital products. So mm. Canva is a really good example of a group that's rocking related to a, well, a product page, which I'm is like- Part of company pages. I know it's getting, I told you that it's getting in, but I can't wait. I'm just going to make a note. So there's a yep. Canva product page group. Yeah. So it's called Canva. It's group. So you go in, you can have a look at their product page, which yeah. is a digital product. And then you can then have a look at their group. And it's a place where people can talk about Canva, what they like, and it's a community. Now, LinkedIn's pushing this. So I'm part of, I'm doing it for one of my other clients who's in the AI space in fintech. Um, And it's really apparent that LinkedIn, they know the shortcomings of groups. That I can tell you, right? So in speaking to them, but they are adamant that the future is getting communities going, you know, and so they are going to be tweaking, updating, pushing, listening to feedback. Um, They are doing everything on the other side. They have dedicated community managers that are trying to help this thing work, listening to feedback and then going away and taking that on board. So I'm pretty excited. I know groups are just, you know, don't even go there normally. Like I, I was using them and actively like starting them and working with clients, like but that would have been 10, 12 years ago. Right. And then it just all died and, yeah. and why never improved and like it just it just made it harder. So yes. I'm really excited that they're going to do it. I think you, are you part of the LinkedIn Creator Program? Uh, yes. Yeah, um, so I, haven't, I haven't had an actual call with a manager or anything like that, but yeah, I definitely signed up for that side. Yeah, of it's something that I'm really loving being part of because I can say things like, hey, you want me to do video, but my video does not get reached the same way. Why yes. is that? And I'm like, there's no reason why your video shouldn't be getting reached. And yeah. I'm like, the engagement's great, but you don't push it out. And they're like, well, they're sh-. and so I love that I'm getting to have those conversations because I would love to do more video on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. but the dopamine means... <laughs> I ain't. You know, if you love video, can I tell you, you need to love company pages. Here's why. Here's why. Yeah, tell me. Because on company pages, you get a dedicated video tab, which you do not get on your personal profile. I did not know that. And it looks like your own little YouTube channel. Okay. And it stays there easy to find. And I know how much video content you're pumping out. Repurpose, right? You don't have to create new stuff. Push it across. Push it across. This is so cool because that was my thing. I had decided that my company page was going to be where my video content went. And I was thinking, I'm just going to do every day, do a little short video and put it on my company page. So now I'm super excited about this. And by the way, you're allowed to to have fun on company pages. Like this is a public service announcement. You're allowed to have fun on company pages. The more fun, the better, you know, be you, right? So this is what happens. People often come to me and they're like, I hate company pages. I don't know what to post about my company, rah, 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 rah. And, you know, you and I are very similar. We love entertaining people. We love sharing our knowledge. It's our, We love having fun. Yeah. And then people have this perception. You come across to a company page and you've got to become, oh, I'm corporate, Michelle, mm-hmm. and I've got to be serious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's not, not right because that would right. not fit with the fit the vibe. It's not who you are, right? Okay, so it's your digital cool. twin. It's I just your digital that. twin. Oh, digital twin. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. going to be a, a quote. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. Because <laughs> that one's mine. That's not LinkedIn. Okay, so you know, cool. But... That's totally. That's going to be yours. So I want to ask about this. You talked about the three, two, one, and I really love that because that's a powerful message I can give to clients who are like I've got an engineering company, for example. We've been doing talking about the personal profile and raising that up, mm-hmm. and I was struggling. 
you know, we, we are talking about how to use it. And I've really used that HR side as opposed mm. to that kind of information side. So that was all good. But can you do more than the three, two, one? Like, is there, like, are you doing more? Do you see people doing more and seeing it do well? Here's what I would say. The general understanding from the research I've read from LinkedIn is that they would say, at least if you do once per week, that works out really well. Because this becomes around a resourcing issue, right? So you can post as much as you want every day, all that kind of stuff. For most people and the businesses I work with, three times per week is enough. Yeah. Um, it's in some cases probably even uh, you know pushing uh, pushing it a bit much because especially depending on the size if it's just a solopreneur they're the accountant they're the general manager they're in charge of this that and the other and strategy for the whole business so this needs to be a part of what you're doing not take over your whole life mm. um, and so it becomes if you can do once per week that would be um, amazing if you can only do once per two weeks or once per month consistently then leave a trail because. The other thing to keep in mind is when someone Googles your business name, the LinkedIn company page comes on first page every single time. That's right. And so leave a trail, you know, leave a trail. If you're not going to use your company page, still direct them somewhere else so that they can find you. Because even if you're doing nothing, you're still creating a brand, right? And I know how much effort you put into your brand. Mm. Now, what does it say when we ignore, you know, something and just leave it as a ghost town? That's a brand as well. And, and, And more and more so, we know everyone's doing their research before before they even reach out. You know, it's already a done deal most of the time, right? Um, okay, I've got a question about this. You, actually, that's quite interesting, Michelle, because that is what's happening to us. Like I, one of the things I'm so why I'm so passionate about that you talk about this and LinkedIn and social media in general is we're finding, and I was talking about this with my husband yesterday because we were talking about it and saying, um, someone came to me and she was basically like, I want to work with you. And Rob was like, do you need to have a meeting with her? And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely having a meeting. I said, but she's already said she's working with us. And that's the power of it. She's already done her research. Absolutely. She's watching me. She's read my website. She All she had to ask was how much it cost. And mm-hmm. I didn't even have to have a meeting for that. And I normally wouldn't. You go, go, sweet, I'm working with you. And I think that is the power of this. This is the social selling part that you're talking about. And, and it doesn't just work with our type of business. It works with no. engineering firms who are doing like, you know, half a million dollar contracts. Absolutely. It, it, works, with, it works with e-commerce. Like people think, oh, I can't do LinkedIn because it's not for me because LinkedIn's not for e-commerce. It's the best place to be because no one else in e-commerce is there. You know, like I know. this is the yeah. power, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, like I said, I started using it because I turned up at a sales job in the chemical industry yeah. and I just literally turned up and I said, okay, what do we sell? And and they're like, Michelle, there's 10,000 ingredients, like just go and sell. And I said to them, yeah, but like, how do I find out? Is it on the website? That was my natural kind of, yeah. you know, it must be on the website. And we're talking, this is a billion dollar US mm. turnover company. We're not talking like a small company, um, hundreds of employees around multiple countries, you know, so to put it in perspective, that's where we're at. But the industry is not, you know, digitally minded at that point. And so I started to use it. Um, just because it was free. Um, and then what happens is I discovered as a salesperson, um, I didn't, I don't have a chemistry background. That's not my thing, but I love selling because it's problem solving and helping people. Now I started to help people on LinkedIn and I'm sharing content about the products that we sold. And then I realized that's pretty boring, but I developed what works for that industry. Now, fast forward, we go to the old school selling methods where we're allowed out of the house and we could go to trade shows, right? For those of you that um, yeah. watching the audio, I am currently filming this in my walk-in wardrobe with my clothes <laughs> behind. So 
Um, I, I am so in the house at the moment, the door to my walk-in wardrobe is closed. Like I am in this room in the house. <laughs> so if we cast our minds back, you know, to when oh, we could go. Yeah, life. just yeah. do you remember that before I had to deal with home haircuts, which is a conversation for another show. Um, but you know, like basically I would go to these trade shows and my job was to stand at one of these very expensive booths with my colleagues and we'd have a pretty little design. Oh, I love those and then and then every introvert seemed to be, you know, circling around from about three meters away with that look. You know, when they look up quietly and try not to make eye contact. Yeah, yeah that's like, an. Please don't tell, talk to me, but I please. really want to talk to you. And I'm like the extroverted salesperson that's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to get you. Like that's you old school selling. You terrify me. Exposed. You terrify me. <laughs> I am that person, right? And then, but what I found was I had a lineup at my booth with people saying, Michelle, I want to talk to you about XYZ ingredient. And I was like, talking about it on and, the right. And then what happens is I would say, oh yeah. And I'd rack my brain going, when did I post about that? And so I just had a lineup and that's when I was like, I'm, I'm going with this. And I went hard and, you know, that became how I but stood out. And I, trust because introverts do find it hard, you know, 100%. And you're working at, you're working in an introvert industry. And if you're um, the other way around, you're an introvert yes. on the stand, you don't want to go out and try no, and, you know, reach you the way. It's perfect. So, you know, the old school selling methods of cold calling out the window, customer yeah. visits right now out the window. No one wants anyone on site. I love, Travel I, I so gone. agree with this, you know, yeah. like that's the thing, like, um, cause this is the thing with sales is you have to go into social selling if you're in sales. You yes. can't go with the new thing of going. Because also selling one-to-one is a very expensive process. Mm. You know, engineers, for example, let's just take engineers, they want to have 15,000 sales meetings before they make a commitment because they're risk adverse, they want to do that. Yep. If you can reduce that to two sales meetings, yeah. All that time is saved and that's from social selling. Absolutely. And so what happens is they're already familiar with you, your brand, your company, your products, the problems you solve, and it becomes so easy. Like, and I I loved it for that. Like, and I have literally Mm. had a $2 million sale come because I posted to say, hey, we do this. And someone went, I didn't know you did that. And I, this isn't like something I make up just to make myself sound important on your podcast. This is like actually no, no, it's, genuine it's not, results, right? Yeah, and, and that's amazing, you know. Yeah, and uh, this is what yeah. can happen for any kind of business in any kind of industry because it's not okay now to not be visible in the digital world, I you know, because everyone is looking, the modern buyer is online and if your business isn't, you're going to get left behind. Like, it's, I would it's really say that that that's the thing I love most about LinkedIn because because um, on Instagram, and you know, you've kind of started moving into Instagram too, which I've loved. Um, <laughs> I like to play on there. Yeah, it's a fun place to play. And Instagram, I've fallen in love with. Um, LinkedIn was my first love, and now I'm kind of having I'm in a polyamorous relationship with yeah. um, Instagram. Then there's a second time I've said that. It's a bit concerning. Anyway, <laughs> from the closet, but that's another yeah, story. I'm in the closet still, but you know, not ready to quite bring out it. <laughs> but the um, but with Instagram. Like I, I learned that I had to bring that personal side to my account, my business account, to get that engagement up. And I feel like I've built that community. But I found that was very easy to do on LinkedIn from a personal profile. And I'm loving this idea that I can do that from the company page because I'd never really thought about it like that. Yeah. I'd never really thought about the fact because, like, I one of my favorite LinkedIn stories is that I got once got a um, like a thirty thousand, which is a big big for us, mm. like as an mm. agency or a strategies thirty thousand yep. client from. Where I was talking about my lowest point of my life, where I was like seven months yep. 
windows and scrubbing windows. Yep. You know, and I got a client out of that and I was like, this is magic. Um, it but is. The company page, I love the idea that I can be more structured around my this is who we are, this is what we do. And that's kind of like I can be a bit wacky on my profile yep. and conversational. Yes. Like a networking meeting. Yes. But that this idea that if I see it like my Instagram page as a business and see it like that and turn it into that, that creates a really powerful platform. Absolutely. And there's no mismatch, right? So when you try and make a LinkedIn version of your business and then I'm following this along and then I get off here and go, yes, that that company sounds great. And then I have a conversation with you, which is like, whoa, okay, who's this chick? Um, There's a mismatch and that's when sales don't happen. But when you're just authentic, you know, being authentic in your company and I'm the same, you know, I I share more about company pages specific, probably stay a bit more on on topic and on brand. Um, Whereas my personal profile, I can go whichever way I want, which is why I love it. Um, And, you know, people know me for a certain way and it's just me. Like if you met me outside of, you know, off LinkedIn, I am exactly the same. There is no gap. Um, So with company pages, make sure your strategy is exactly the same. Like we want to know who you guys are. Like we want to know the challenges that you're having at the moment. People can relate to other businesses that are going through all kinds of stuff right now with lockdowns and, you know, travel restrictions and all kinds of things that, you know, going on. Um, And so being compassionate as a business that like, what are the core values that your business stands for? You know, let us see that. Let us see the other people in your team that are behind the scenes, making all this stuff come together. Um, And it's not the dopamine. I think that's the key thing is no. it won't get that reach because no. that's not what it's designed to do. But this is about engagement with your target audience. That's what and you're they're watching, about. right? So we're dealing, we know on LinkedIn, you know, 90% of people are just watching. They are observers, lurkers, whatever word you want to use. Um, and it doesn't mean they're not sure. I know, right? It's a little bit inappropriate. Really. I know. It sounds weird. It says like, hello, lurkers. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> It's just, I don't know, it's weird, but it's kind of a, you know, term that gets thrown around. But when you think about on company pages, it's probably like 99% of people are just watching what's going on. But if you make them a value and solve people's problems and focus on that, that's what they're on, you know, these social media platforms, you know, educated, entertained, inspired. Company pages need to serve those three things as well. So how are you helping people while I'm scrolling through, looking at all the other fun stuff. Um, if you, like we said at the stop of, at the top of this, company pages had a content problem. They were just ads. Yeah. No one wants ads, yeah. you know, but if you move to adding value, the same as what you do on your personal profile. So there's no difference. You know, this is what I'm trying to explain to people. Don't make company page content and that it's got to be personal and authentic just the same so I've got one last question and then I'd love you to tell us how people work with you because they sure um do you use a scheduler Um, I do. So um, I use social pilot to schedule. So um, I I tend to find, you know, it's the plumber's plumbing or the, you know, whatever's house is the worst one, but I tend to do it for all my clients. And then for my own personal one, I, you know, on my personal profile specifically, I like to wake up and go, I feel like talking about this, you know, but with my, 
yeah. with my company stuff, it's probably a little more structured because there are topics that I want to share. Um, there are updates that are coming through on company pages. Like there's so many new features coming. Go back a step. Why is that? Because LinkedIn has had their hugest year, um, sorry, quarter for revenue oh, and wow. specifically ad spend is the highest that they've ever had. They're going up and up and up into, you know, the status of where they sit as far as business advertising. So they're cashed up. You need a company page to run ads. Now, what I teach people, what I teach people is use all the free tools to work out what content works for your audience, build your audience. And then when you know what works, you can invest money if you choose. I I don't do ads. It's not my expertise as yet. Um, I don't do it, but I'm not anti it. It's just not my, you know, area that I can talk to. But once you know what works, then go out and spend some money and send it to more people at scale. Love it. Because this is what I say. You should be, if you can't sell in the marketplace organically, you shouldn't use ads to sell. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I find most people don't know who their ideal client is. They no. haven't done the work up front. It's just like anyone that will buy from me, Michelle. And I think, no, we, you know, that's an expensive way to advertise, right? Yeah, spray and pray, spray yeah, and pray. No, no, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we use a schedule too. So that made me feel better. We use Zoho Social because we're, Zo- we're Zoho um, CRM people. Yep. So we implement it. So mm-hmm. um, so that's, that makes me feel better because I was thinking, oh, you know, with the company page, realistically for me to manage everything else, if I use a scheduler, is that okay? So I'm yeah, it definitely me. is. There's a couple of limitations. You can't tag individuals, um, and that's across all of the socialers, yeah. uh, social uh, schedulers. Yeah. So that's one shortcoming. And also, you can't do articles um, or PDFs. Um, so basically, there are a couple of limitations on company pages. Um, but in the big scheme of things, you can do video, you can do posts with graphics, you can do links to outside places, all of those kind of things, which are awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have to use them. Otherwise, you know, I, I work with people globally. So one, it's about time zones. Yeah. One, it's about managing my time. Um, and yeah, I, I always say to people, if you can use a scheduling tool, um, they're definitely worth it because I tend to find you more efficient. It just because- gets that consistency, right? Like even mm. if top it up with other things I lied I have another question you mentioned articles I thought I could only do articles under my personal profile that's changed recently so (laughs) in the it's just a release this quarter um so back mm, two months ago uh, I think it came so I've you can do articles on company pages live events on company pages only you know are another big thing that I have live streaming I have yes Yes. So you only, you only need 150 followers on your company page to be able to apply and they're approving it at a great rate. I've got like some 30 seconds. <laughs> you know why? Go back a step. They've got a really great event ad that they've created. Oh. So if you go back a step, nothing, you know, LinkedIn's, you know, we don't give them enough credit for what's going on. We may not know the strategy, but they've got really amazing event ads that you can run in line to support and promote your ad. Um, And so obviously the more companies that have um, live and, you know, it was a big difference. They dropped it back. Um, You needed more people and it was difficult. I got rejected the first time. Yeah, I I got rejected the first three times. And I was like, oh my God, don't you know how much I love company pages? I do more promotion for company pages than LinkedIn full stop. Like they, they should be paying me. They don't just for the records. Yeah. Um, Um, But yeah, articles are available. I would love to do a live with you the week this comes out on LinkedIn and do that together if you're keen. Of course, always keen. I think that would be kind of cool to kind of just like have this come out and then we can have ask questions and people can ask questions during that time. Yeah, whatever works. I love helping people because I think there's 
you know, my advice is people, if you haven't tried them anytime this year, go back and go back and take another look. I love it. See winning. This is why I do these things. This is why I do it because they're an opportunity. You can use the company page to promote you as being the superstar. Like, don't forget to do that. That's, you know, that we talk about employee advocacy, but it's the company page's job to build up the employees just as much. So if you've got a super cool team, that's a great platform to actually share about how amazing they are. So don't forget to do that. It's really important because I reckon there are people out here going, this sounds great, Michelle, but there is just no way I understand from anything you've talked about today (laughs) how I'm going to manage this. How do you help those people? Well, there's kind of, you know, I keep it really simple for most people. Uh, So I'm a specialist around company pages. uh, So I can help people to actually do an audit of what's going on and come up with a strategy. So that's one one step. Uh, Then it falls under two categories. You either spend a couple of hours with me and I will teach you how to run a company page. um, And then you can manage that yourself. So if you've got the resources internally, that would be my aim to get you trained up so you can handle it and manage it internally. For those of you who are just going, oh my God, Michelle, I do not care, do not ever want to care, but I know that I should, then they're my clients where I do company page management for them. And so, you've got, you know, I keep it really simple. You either have enough resources and commitment to do it yourself or you pay me to do it for you. Yeah. That's, that's the choice. That's the, that's the choice. Um, this has been a complete delight. Um, thank you. I, before I officially thank you, I just need to say, I am sorry to all the clients out there who over the last year I have said near about the company page. I was wrong. I want you to forgive me and I am <laughs> going to be better now. I love it. And you can buy my book when it comes out. And <laughs> no, I'm just going to throw that plug in there. Ta-ding! Uh, but yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure you promote it. I am, I've got two, I was, I half wrote a book last year during lockdown yeah. Um, almost finished it and then I, I I couldn't finish it because we were so busy and then I started writing another book this year and I was like this is fine and because then we got locked down and I've stopped I'm going to go back to the first book I think and finish that one because it's almost done awesome um, it's hard it's books are full-on thing I didn't realize I didn't you know I I realized <laughs> when you're putting it out there just how much you're putting it out there and being vulnerable lot. is like a skill so I have something to thank you for because we met because you offered a free Instagram uh, webinar and I attended that because I've been anti-Instagram because I didn't like the perfectionism well, of I'm it. Glad that we, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have something to pay you back for because I absolutely enjoyed it as I've already Yay. told you and I've been playing around with Instagram because I love, I've only got a couple of followers and it's just way more fun than I ever gave it. So thank you for sharing. I'm going to share with you, um, I'm going to share with your link after this. I don't know if you've seen Leah does LinkedIn. Yes, I have. Okay, so she's nailing Instagram. Yes. Well, she's nailing LinkedIn as well. Yeah, she's also nailing LinkedIn, yeah. You know, it helps when you've got 80,000 followers so, yeah, you know. or whatever it's up to. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so how do people get hold of you? I'll put it in the show notes, but how do they get LinkedIn. hold of you? LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn's the easiest. So we said at the top, Michelle Jamond. Um, and if you come and find my company page, Good Trading Co., that's where you're going to actually get all of the company page tips and specific news and launches. So it's Michelle J. Raymond, like Michael J. Fox. And this has been a complete pleasure. Thank you so much. Was your mind blowing? My mind was blowing. Now, before we jump into how to take action from today, because Michelle's given us some great guidelines around how to do our LinkedIn company pages, 
I want to invite you to come along to Map It. It is on November the 3rd. It's online and it's a full free day to plan your action plan for 2022. Now, previously, this has been a free event that we've run around New Zealand. And for the first time, we are charging for it because I've added in a bunch of resources and support to help you really make 2022 your special time. Now, a little secret. If you join our Facebook group, Map It Marketing, you get a hefty, hefty discount. So go do that first and then come and be part of Map It on November the 3rd. The link will be in the show notes. Now, let's jump into what Michelle shared. So one of the things I want to say with this is it's really important that you have your LinkedIn personal profile sorted out first before you do your company page. So make sure that that's all optimized and that's all thought through and then start taking through some of the things that Michelle shared. Invite your contacts once a month to your page to grow your audience. Use the 321 strategy that she shared in here and make sure that you're using your LinkedIn company page to share more of your company culture, even if you're a solopreneur, and share some of the things that help people choose you, the thought leadership around your business and standing out. This is a powerful thing that you can do. Now, if you are going into overload, make this something that you're going to do in 2022, shelve it, but remember the lessons from here and focus on building up your LinkedIn personal page so you're ready to do this when we take action. I'm really looking forward to sharing with you next week my strategy for growing your personal LinkedIn, which fits in really nicely with this, I think. So um, be sure to tune into that episode 28. And until then, have a great week. Thanks for tuning in today to Map It Marketing with me, Rachel Claver. Make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And if you want notes or information about today's podcast, go to rachelclava.com slash podcast for more information.